Welcome to Through the Corporate Glass, a podcast that explores career choices. Welcome to another episode of Through the Corporate Glass. I'm your host Ashwini. Have you wondered what it takes to be an entrepreneur in the sustainability space? What are the challenges and what are the opportunities? What roles do the community and the customer play? To explore these questions, we have with us Ganesh Shankar. Ganesh is a serial entrepreneur in the sustainability climate tech space with a career vision towards making sustainability the default choice for all. He's currently the founder and CEO of Fluxgen Technologies with a goal of de-risking industries from the water crisis. He has also co-founded the Sustainability Mafia sasmafia.org a for impact organization with a mission to multiply the impact of sustainability leaders through goal oriented collaboration ganesh is one of the most enthusiastic capable and earnest people i know his genuine interest in solving problems for the greater good as well as his motivation to guide and mentor those just entering the industry are truly inspiring Welcome to our podcast Ganesh and thank you so much for making time to chat on the podcast. Thank you so much Ashwini I am so excited to be on your podcast. You. <laughs> I've known you for a while. Why not actually for now 20 years. <laughs> so wow. this is so exciting. <laughs> awesome. How did you actually decide to start a company in the sustainability space? It's a long story. It started with probably a painting competition the locality was trying to protect a lake which was supposed to become one of the colony just like many other colonies in bangalore and uh, i participated in that painting competition i used to be pretty good in painting so it so happened that i won that painting competition you know what i got as a gift i got a uh, environment encyclopedia and i used to not read anything except my school books even that also i used to not read but this was a prize so i used to read every page sacrilegiously on a regular basis so i got incepted to the understanding of environment for a uh, while because of uh, that book and being in bangalore i definitely got influenced towards taking a engineering degree <laughs> and I, i was lucky enough to get a seat in our rv college of engineering i later pursued a masters degree in uh, electronics at the institute of science during my job when i got at general electric somehow i was not very comfortable with the thought that was always running in my mind that is what's the purpose of my life at one level i realized that the solar system is going to move anyway i mean it's going to operate anyway whether i do something or not but on the other hand i thought no there is something that i should do that makes sense for my living the uh, purpose also aligned with what happened in my childhood which was about reading that book on a regular basis i had consciously uh, taken up choices in my personal life on uh, sustainability like i i never got a uh, driving license even till now i don't have a driving license i actually use cycle or public transport of course i don't have a car but i use a shared vehicle like ola or uber and there's also some kind of an environmental clearance that has to happen to buy something at home <laughs> 
but i thought that is one thing i'm doing at a personal level which is more like an activist in terms of uh, environment what can i do so that's when i thought the purpose of my life and uh, my career ambition aligned at that point of time i wrote a resignation letter to general electric which is a great company to work with it was painful to leave that company if you ask me to that i want to leave this job to pursue my entrepreneurship for building eco friendly engineering solution for our country i wrote this almost like 11 years back it's still this date this still acts like a north star for me to what to do in my career so i know this is a very long answer for your very question first question no no this is a super inspiring answer right kudos to the people who uh, created that painting competition and the gift but actually kudos to you for taking it that seriously and getting inspired in this direction so i don't more operational level i i think this is an amazing strong purpose there's very few people who can say the north star hasn't really changed over 11 years but operationally to find that one problem in this space that you can double down and build your company around right how did you go about that to be honest i really didn't uh, figure out what is that one thing i wanted to do that probably took its own time so when i left my job in general electric i couldn't actually start a company immediately because i really didn't know any nuts and bolts in the field of environment though there was love there was this purpose and all those things so i uh, migrated to a small uh, town called ujjire near mangalore and i started working as a r&d engineer in a, a sustainability based company which is it a solar for rural electrification called selco thanks to a professor from iisc he connected me to dr harish and he was a founder and is a visionary in this field so i got introduced to this field by working there i worked there for a very short duration around 5 to 6 months i did execute few projects there especially i understood a bit on how solar works and how microfinancing for rural electrification works how do you put solar for and uh, power a water purifier and give water to people power ho- small houses in villages through solar and make sure that they have access to electricity but then i still didn't figure out what exactly i wanted to do i took about a year break it was like hip years of my life uh, just did a cycle ride from bangalore to goa bangalore to chennai bangalore to various other places uh, so during this one year i started uh, understanding more about what our country is and what we would need of course did get inspired by when gandhi came back to india he did travel the whole country right and uh, i had also visited sabarmati ashram during that time then i realized i was not starting anywhere so i started fluxion engineering technologies private limited by end of 2011 or start of 2012 as a projects and consulting company uh, in environment and sustainability I, i i knew that i wanted to work on environment and sustainability but i didn't know in what area exactly so uh, we took projects in my alma mater industry of science projects they were trying to solve which required my skills and i, I realized that uh, all that i had was um, electronics software these were my skills thankfully at that same time our dear friend hari dilip kumar also looking for a next gig and it were ganesh I, i'll join you and uh, let's see what we can do together hari and myself have our own history i mean i met hari on the very first week of my college and we had worked together we had prepared for gate together we uh, joined our masters together so there was natural uh, synergy to work together 
and uh, we took up these projects where we were writing software we were building hardware to monitor analyze various uh, sustainability based projects like how do you say how much more energy you get from a solar uh, tracking system over a solar static system and we set up this solar tracking solar tracking is the one which moves like a sunflower right and uh, solar static is one which is static you put up this kind of plant we put up a monitoring system we wrote software and we had this electronics which would acquire this data from this plant and we would see that oh on a morning you would get almost two times the power that you get by a tracking system than a static system at a whole day level you would get 30% more power so that way we started understanding how you would use data to understand uh, uh, systems like data has been used in various other systems if you consider finance retail entertainment uh, gaming all this uh, industries have used data a lot can we use data to solve problems for uh, sustainability so we continued solving a lot of other projects during this time of course hari also uh, took a career forward in this field by working in a company in bangladesh called solcher i continue to build fluxgen one of the project that came our way was actually uh, a water management project for a large uh, jewelry company called titan jewelry division that was in hosur and they were in water stressed area it's a tata company very responsible about water they wanted to ensure every bit of water is uh, saved and they were using a lot of human intensive ways to manage water and they realized they were uh, not able to go beyond certain limit with human labor based uh, water management so that's where we got an opportunity to digitize their entire water infrastructure so what i mean by digitization is um, identifying leakage wastage excess usage by monitoring water flow water level water pressure energy consumed by water infrastructure and give them uh, digital alerts on their uh, computer and their mobile phones this project opened up our whole idea of what we want to do with luxgen and uh, there are actually two ideas we had already worked a lot on solar we had even uh, digitized a lot of solar plants to identify similar risks of wastage of power i was looking for one problem to solve that but we have two equally amazing problem to solve so what i did was i continued fluxgen with this digital water management i spun off whatever we had done on solar to another startup called airprobe and this also happened with the help of starting a course at the university of science that helped us use drone based analytics to find uh, faults in solar farms which could be like shadowing of the solar farm or even identifying a fuse burn or even the inverter not performing or strings combiner box not performing we were able to identify the application of using digital technologies whether it is artificial intelligence deep learning or iot or drone tech to solve the problems pertaining to a sustainable solution whether it is solar or water management it did took some time uh, precisely around uh, from the time i left my job in ge which was in 2010 to 2017 is when it took total time to really figure out what is that one or two things that i wanted to do that's such a systematic and brilliant way of figuring it out so thanks actually for sharing that in so much detail because 
it it actually speaks to the steps you went into consulting projects so it gave you a really good exposure to all of the customers or the problems more importantly in the field and then you were able to do things hands on because sometimes what happens is when you start with an idea you it's it's more out of idealism right and then you don't know if it'll practically work but you probably had a lot of time to get all of that figured out you had a well oiled machinery by the time you had to actually set up the company so i think it goes back to the story my mother told me where the tortoise and rabbit story right so she always told that no matter what you should progress but you don't have to really go fast to achieve something I, i'm not saying that it applies everywhere but at least to me it applies that i got like i have whole life like when i left my job i had thought i have 40 years of my career ahead <laughs> let's move like a tortoise <laughs> nice so you briefly mentioned the um, iot course that you taught at indian institute of science i'd like to go back to that a little bit i think one of the other themes that came out when you were talking about your journey is that you were able to apply your engineering skills directly into a new space into the sustainability space right and i'm guessing that your course on iot would have done something similar but i'd love to hear about that from you i realized that a, a, a college environment or a, a, a university could play a catalytic role in building innovation and i i just thought like i am in bangalore what best i can get the industry of science my alma mater and <laughs> i approached one of the professor and the department saying that i want to offer a course i told you are not a faculty here but they told i am a alumni here i am your own product so they took that special consideration of me being an alumni an entrepreneur so thanks to professor jay shrinivasan from divicha center he recommended me to the center for continuing education i got an opportunity to offer a course my expertise at that time was iot and we were doing industrial water management uh, so i decided to offer a course called industrial iot fortunately the name sounded in demand for many people in industry at that time and i got a lot of people applying for that course this course was uh, meant for professionals graduates uh, in engineering and uh, computer application to actually learn uh, a new skill through the faculty of the institute incidentally this course uh, i also thought could be a playground for innovating things that i would like to build along with some of the students if possible and i offered problem statement directly from industries so i got uh, guys from industry directly i started with problems that industries are facing so that people would like to solve those problems when i start talking about how iot works one of the problem of course was on um, uh, smart solar panels which i had inducted from my own experience of in solar field we had a smart street light there was a problem on um, industrial uh, uh, control panels making it smart so basically there is like a buffet of problem statement and i got i got all this enthusiastic students who actually loved this problem statement and then when i taught them how does an iot system work how do how do you put a sensor how do you connect the sensor to the microcontroller or a microprocessor and then to the cloud and then build web and uh, mobile application they're all seen from the lens of solving these problems this course really helped me even figure out solving the problems that i was not able to solve on my own because these students were by themselves had more than an average around 10 years of experience in industry 
so though it seemed like i was a teacher but i i was the biggest student there i've heard rave reviews of your course and i've known people who've taken your uh, course and who've been like super impressed with it i i think your course would be one great option for anyone who's trying to break into the space are there any open source projects or things like that that you would recommend for people who want to get into the sustainability space and just start tinkering away i started my career by joining a startup called nextverse engineering technologies so i think most of the uh, things that i learned was learning hands on even when i wanted to start a uh, fresh career in sustainability i worked in a smaller organization like selco now it's probably uh, bigger uh, but at least at that time it was still so on working in a small organization you will uh, directly learn from the leaders in the organization and uh, if you are working in a startup you're directly working with the founder so i find that as one of the most powerful way of transitioning to a field like work with uh, people who are already doing and um, uh, that worked well i worked with somebody who was so passionate about sustainability at selco i i i it kind of infused that passion into me also as well i, I really learned by doing so that is hash one i would say for people to look into ted has come up with something called countdown initiative on climate action and sustainability right these are focus talks on ted which are primarily on uh, solving the sustainability issue or climate change mitigation climate change adaptation they are some of the best thought leaders who have actually uh, spoken on these uh, countdown initiative that is one more area i mean uh, it's after all an idea that can change life is what ted talks about so you never know you might figure out the idea that you want to change by just listening to a ted talk so that is at a thought leadership level if you go to websites like climate collective or terra.do you will find some really interesting material i definitely want to talk about terra.do for a lot of uh, guys in mid in their middle of their career like in their uh, late 30s or mid uh, uh, 40s so my dear friend his name is anshuman bakna he started this company called terra.do which is a online climate school anybody anywhere in the world can just go to terra.do and try to understand what are the courses offered i i i know many people who have done this course and i would strongly recommend uh, people to do this course we link it in our show notes so it's uh, our listeners can actually access uh, all of the links that you mentioned now switching gears a little bit ganesh i know there's also a community effect to this whole piece and you're a founder of the sustainability mafia could you tell us a bit about the forum and how it works i started my journey in sustainability in 2010 because i didn't know much about sustainability when i started it i i went on to meet as many people who knew about sustainability and i i, I learned a lot from these conversations uh, with people uh, who are actually doing stuff in sustainability and one of the things that i identified is uh, we we are talking about sustainability which is not the default choice which is not the mainstream thing but we are up against people who are actually working together as a mafia whether you, all the non conventional all non sustainable guys what are we doing as people who are trying to solve this problem in sustainability i thought there's definitely a, a, a green mafia missing <laughs> and uh, <laughs> 
since part of my career start was also influenced by starting from sabarmati ashram i thought be the change you want to see and let's let's build a community if we can and i i i didn't really expect it to come this far i just wrote a blog post like these blogs these podcasts have their own power i wrote this blog mafia in making and then i wrote uh, how would all of us booking in sustainability come together work together in this field and help exchange values uh, to ensure that we can all work for the next generation by pushing the sustainability solution over unsustainable solution i don't know people just got excited looking at that blog everybody started writing back to me saying i want to be part of the mafia you know people have seen movies of uh, don colioni i mean the godfather and it it probably was a craving to be part of a mafia as well <laughs> and it so happened that we uh, of course whatsapp became a good home for us and we had all these people in this uh, having conversation the conversation that i used to have in silos with independently with people now became a conversation happening over a group we started meeting in person i realized one of the meetups that we had in hsr layout that people were so serious they even took a, fl- a flight from delhi to meet us to yes. attend this event yes. <laughs> and then we thought yes i think we should do something about it and we came up with a mission statement i should thank my dear friend arjun gupta of smart jewels it said came with this mission statement multiply the impact of sustainability leaders through goal oriented collaboration arjun for that matter when we uh, introduced us to a uh, hospital where he had already done energy management project and the hospital was looking for a water management project because we are all together he told i, I know uh, flaxan ganeshan why don't you i talk to them he they do very excellent water management project and uh, we ended up actually visiting that hospital and we ended up getting a purchase order from this hospital to deploy our water management incidentally when we got the purchase order covid had hit the world and we were not able to deploy the solution but fortunately because we were part of sustainability mafia there is a, a member of our sustainability mafia in coimbatore where this hospital was told ganesh don't worry we will help you deploy the solution and all that we had to do was make our solution plug and play and send this to this person in um, his uh, technical staff were able to deploy our uh, entire solution in this hospital while we were sitting in bangalore that's how we were able to multiply the impact of sustainability leaders through goal oriented collaboration and of course we uh, we were able to deploy the solution in that hospital and they were able to significantly reduce water consumption and they won the cii national water award as well after this deployment all these things would have not happened if we were not part of sustainima yeah we really saw the value of how we could cross pollinate in terms of various values uh, whether it's business value or technical know how or whether even in terms of help in recruitment we got a, a section 8 for impact non profit organization formed to run our operation and uh, this it was during the same time uh, arjun introduced me to anirudh gupta who was working in a, a again a very polluting industry <laughs> in aerospace industry but was a very strong proponent of sustainability i convinced anil to leave his job and and he actually uh, became the program manager for sustainability mafia anirudh actually took sustainability mafia to different levels after he focused on building this community in the entire year 2020 and um, today we have had uh, two tedx talks one was my climate transition 
and the second one was uh, 100 climate unicorns and uh, we've consistently been doing something called as sus talk uh, talks by the sustainability leaders about their solution, what help they need and what help they can offer the community. We also been doing something called as uh, carbon dates. I definitely missed out having dates during my college days, <laughs> but now <laughs> we're having something called carbon dates where we are bringing all sustainability leaders. They get a 10 minutes date with every other member in uh, the community and they get to exchange values. Today, our vision statement is to make sustainability the default choice. And I hope this multiplication of impact of sustainability leaders would lead to that. I mean, the power of the collective is just amazing, right? And it's uh, amazing that you were able to band together so well. Is, is there like a top two or three list that you see in terms of the biggest challenges in this space? People are not aware, I, especially in India. I, I, I've been in India, so I, I can talk for India people have no idea what is the implication of water onto your health right as i told you at the start like the solar system is going to exist earth is going to exist nothing is going to happen to this planet planet is going to uh, be all right it's it's going to what is going to happen is for the habitats on this planet whether it's humans or the animals and the plants and all this habitat when we start understanding that we are already uh, reached that uh, high level of uh, environmental degradation, which is directly affecting us, uh, our generation, not even the next generation, people will actually take a step in this direction. And it's not required for everybody to uh, take up a career in sustainability, but start understanding that it's part of everybody's work. If they're building a software, they should start thinking, can they build a software which can consume less power? If they're building a, a logistic chain, can they start thinking, where can you optimize us that the uh, stress on the environment is less and or it's just on a daily basis when they get up in the morning use a in fact my wife told me this like you talk about sustainability and using tab directly can you use a mug to brush your teeth or use a uh, bucket to have your bath so i mean to say all these things might seem uh, very small but as you said the word collective like uh, collectively when we do it, it will have its own big impact Though I've been in this field, I, I still know that I practice a lot of unsustainable things. I'm trying to correct myself. Everybody can look into themselves in their work, in their day-to-day -day action. They start realizing how they could make a change, uh, make that small difference. Eventually, what will happen is uh, the corporates or the industries which produce these things would be forced to build products in sustainable means. Like, for example, I recently went to a sports uh, store and I saw most of the things that they have are selling, especially the apparel, they said it used least amount of water, least amount of carbon emission to make it. All this is happening because of uh, the consumer push. So I could not tell you two. <laughs> I could only tell you one that look into yourself <laughs> and you will start, see, start seeing the change. <laughs> I think that was very well said. I think first part of any solution is to recognize the problem. As you rightly pointed out, it's about uh, industries will move in the direction that customers make them move. Eventually, investors, investors also push money where there is environmentally uh, a friendly solution, right? It's all, it's all ecosystem. Whether it's when the consumer starts demanding for sustainable solutions, it's the investors, it's the uh, industry, everybody will, policy makers, at the end of the day, consumers also uh, ought, 
right at the end of the day so uh, it's it's all in the power of consumers to actually make a change perfect that's a brilliant note to end because it's it's empowering everybody that everyone can have an impact <laughs> any any part oh, for our listeners ganesh thank you so much uh, ashwini for this podcast i didn't realize it was a podcast i was just talking to you like a conversation i really really enjoyed it i i really urge uh, the visitors to not miss any of your podcast i i would tell your audience that this this was a great experience as much as i enjoyed i i hope you enjoy listening to this as well and definitely if anybody wants to make their shift in a career in sustainability they can definitely reach out to me i am definitely looking forward to work with more people who started looking at uh, purpose very uh, carefully in their life i like working with people who actually associate themselves to a purpose and uh, definitely want to see if uh, they want to reach out to me i am available in various uh, platforms perfect thank you so much ganesh this was an extremely inspiring uh, conversation so thank you for that and once you give me the contact details i will put that as well in the show notes Uh, so that listeners can directly reach you as well to make this absolutely i'll definitely do that <laughs> thank you again thank you for listening to our podcast if you enjoyed our episode do subscribe to the podcast and check out our show notes which provide more information on the topics discussed during the episode Please follow us on LinkedIn at Through the Corporate Glass and on Twitter at Corporate Glass and share your thoughts. We'd love to hear from you. You can also check out our website through the corporate glass.com. 